What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. As oh, fuck, I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Hennigamp. 40 on your freaking head. I got Swole McGee himself, Sean Dival. Yeehaw. What did he say? Yeehaw. Oh, I thought he said Nihow. And <laughs> 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 I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? Um, guys, I don't know if you heard, but uh, T-Swift and Maddie Healy are no more. They are They're done. They are, de- they are deceased. How do we feel about what? that? What? <laughs> My whole world is just rocked, if I'm being completely honest. I'm heartbroken. Um, it's just devastating to... Do you think she's the one that does the breaking up with all the dudes, or is it mm, a, a with thing? Matt Healy? Yeah, she broke up with that dude a hundred percent. But with the Joe guy that she was with for many years before, I think that was a very mutual thing, because apparently he was like super unhappy and he was like, "I want to live like a somewhat normal life. Like I'm I'm tired of not being able just to like go out in public and not always be known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend or just being." surrounded by paparazzi all that's the time. a that's a bum attitude i don't know if it was the taylor swift's boyfriend part i think i just made that i think that i met i think it was more of the paparazzi than anything else he's in the wrong profession he's, he's an, an actor he's, he's, he's a c-list actor yeah but still he's an actor like doesn't he want to be successful and stuff like what does he think he's getting into and then when he started dating taylor swift i think he must have known that she was like the biggest pop star in the world uh, yeah, but you know, after when did the they year, start dating? Though they've been dating for years, a while. Like I could not tell five you. I could not tell you like when. Yeah, but it, it's her longest. You're talking about not Matt Healy. I could not. Yeah, yeah. We got to look up the name. We so can't. We can't. Joe Allen. But what I'm saying is, like that guy though, from years ago, did he know that he was gonna start dating the internet, like the biggest pop star? Like, was she the biggest pop star yet? Five, five years, years ago, ago, for sure. Yeah. 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 It's Taylor Swift. But they. But I thought it wasn't Matt Healy. So this other guy started dating her five years ago, and they just broke up recently. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she, she just started dating, dating Matt Healy, and they just broke. And up. And they just broke up. This is all happened in the past. Oh, okay, so Matt Healy was like a rebound, a rebound for like four to five weeks max. He's the lead singer of the yeah. 1975 great band. I mean, dude, she's a serial monogamist. I think my entire life she's had a boyfriend or someone she's seen, mm. and it's usually one right after the other. But if I was her and I kept dating people and then I also continued to write bangers about these people that I dated, clearly I have a formula. Are they bangers? We yeah, sh- I mean, she's sold sh- so many, so many, so many songs. So I'm going to say yes. We bangers. should draft her boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Does she have enough that we can get through 16 of them? Uh, I think we could get through at least three rounds. I think we could do 12 <laughs> if we could figure. We She's could- dated a Kennedy. She's dated a Kennedy. No way. Yeah, one of them. Um, so that would be a, that would be a good draft pick that that Kennedy. Kennedy yeah, dude, maybe, maybe we have to draft Taylor Swift boyfriends, ex boyfriends. <laughs> Who like Taylor Lautner's up there? Um, she dated the she lead Harry, singer Harry Styles. She dated the lead. She did date Harry Styles. She dated the lead singer of Al City. You know the Firefly guy. No way. That the song Enchanted's about him. Really? Yeah, the song Enchanted no is about way. him. Yeah. <laughs> So no enchanted without the lead singer of Owl City. So I was gonna say that's a pretty deep draft. Like already the few people we've named. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Do you think <laughs> that 
when she gets married, her music's just going to fall off a cliff because she doesn't have anyone else to write about. It's just the same person. No, nah, dude, she's a great songwriter. Like, I don't, I'm not a big uh, Taylor Swift. You're not uh, a Swifty? F- yeah, nah, but she does have bangers. I will give her that. And she is a great songwriter. Like, um, there's a, her 1989 album. I think his name is Ryan Adams. Uh, he, uh, he did a full cover of it. And I listened to that. And I was like, "Oh, this is like really good." And did oh, so you, like, did so, you not know who Brian Adams was? Brian Adams, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, dude, Canadian legend, bro. Summer of '69. No, it's not Brian yeah. Adams. It's not Brian Adams. It's Ryan uh, Adams. I I'm just, right. I just like how Matt had to wait till a dude did it, and then he was like, "Oh, I appreciate." No, it. that's not true. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I just. Yeah, okay. Just because I'm not I'm a big Taylor Swift guy. It was, it was a layup joke. Was it was like, a layup. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm all right. I'm not, I just don't really want to listen to this out. I will say her Folklore album was really good. Yeah, Folklore the, the was shit really she good. Popped, like, the, the, the song The One, oh my God, dude. She was going to say, could have been fun if you could have been the one. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's a great song. She knows how to pull on the heartstrings really well. She's great. And I heard, like, I was asking people at work, this is a question. It's like, would you rather get $20 million or tickets to the ERA tour? And um, they were like, tickets to the ERA tour. And I was like, are you fucking insane? To me, it makes no sense. Okay, let's say it's like either or, right? Why don't you just get the $20 million and then just wait so she goes on tour again in like three to four years. Or if you have 20 million and then you can buy a ticket to each thing and then you can see her like 40 times You could pay in a her row. to give you, give you her, your like own private yeah, in concert. Your living room. Yeah. Just give her a quick two million. That's a drop in the bucket for you at that point. You yeah. could give her like. That would be not financially smart, but like if that's what you wanted to do, like go for it. But the clout, the clout, have Taylor Swift mm-hmm. in your house performing for just you. Sean, are you a big Taylor Swift guy? I wouldn't say I'm a big Taylor. I'm definitely not a big Taylor Swift fan, but I do like some songs, especially like the old, the old country songs. I like like our song, banger. Love did, Story is um, probably one of the most recognizable songs. Love Story, yeah. Did she go to Nashville to try to blow up? Am I getting this right or no? I know she's from Pennsylvania. I think she did go to Nashville at some point. You belong with me. Also, is an absolute classic. Uh, but yeah, I think she went to Nashville. Because I think her her initial point. her initial like she was country. I'm I'm using the air quotes as bad podcasting. I'm using the air quotes right now. But she started out as like a country artist. No, she was like I don't even think you need the quotes. She I mean, was. she was pop country, but like okay, she yeah. performed at like the CMAs and stuff. Because I remember when it was a huge deal when she said she wanted to be done with country mm. and wanted to expand past that. That was mm. a big deal. Yeah. Dang, she really has, like, uh, last thing on her, she's really expanded our lifetime, like, us being young kids to, like, now full adults, which is, you gotta give it to her, pretty Dude, crazy. Dude, she's only 34, yeah. which Whoa. is insane. She blew up, what, she's like had, like, 19? two careers. No, yeah. she blew up at, like, 16, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like, I think, like, 16, because, like, I think uh, our song is from, like, 09 or something. Like, we were in elementary school when she started. That is crazy. Shout out Tay-Tay for... Uh, She's literally had two successful careers. So you could split in half, and I think almost any musician would take, like, one half of her career. You can do, like, the Tom Brady with her, or, like, the LeBron James, like, split her, split her career into, like, two to three times. Be like, hey, Hall of Fame career, three separate times. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, literally, though. Like, it's 
even though none of us are like Swifties, I think you have to respect the greatness of it. You know, like it is insane I, I would, I would how like, every person on Instagram is trying to post like they have to post that they're there and people are flying all across the country. Like I knew multiple people in Atlanta the weekend she was here and they're like, oh, I'm only here 24 hours. But I just want to let you I just had to tell you that I was here like just crazy. I mean, it is kind of crazy. I will see posts somehow from people that I know until her tour ends that will find a way to go because that was the closest way or the easiest way until it ends. I mean, people love her. She performs three to four times in each city that she goes to and sells out each night. She's wild. I wish we all wish we could have a career like that. Oh yeah, for sure. She's super talented. And she performs for three hours. Apparently. Like that's insane. She's She's on, she's a beast. She's going around tour and, and, but how many, like, a headliner is normally, like, what, an hour and a half? She's double that every night. All right, that's that insane. was talking Taylor Swift. Probably <laughs> enough for 40 more episodes of The Beef. But may never have golf again. talk next, Jack? Golf talk is next. All right. Beef Nation, <laughs> we're going to get into the wheel now. Brought to you by yours truly. We've got five topics for us to work with today. Can I get a little spin that wheel from the Beef Boys? Oh, spin that wheel, Spin it. Spin that wheel. Dude, Sean's biceps are making me sweat, dude. They are. Shut up, bro. All right. <laughs> First topic. Would you rather own a lake house or a beach house? And why? Wow, that is actually crazy, Jack, that you asked that. Because me, me and Jack <laughs> just went down the lake, but we didn't drive down together. We drove back together. I know. Shocker to everyone. But the guy I drove down with, we had this conversation. So, what'd you guys talk about? Yeah, what'd you talk about? (laughs) So, like, uh, I'm a big beach guy, but he kind of convinced me about the the benefits of a lake because of like, you know, one if you own a house on the beach, that's super expensive with dealing with like all the hurricanes that may come by and like the big storms and the repairs and and then the biggest thing he really got me is like you're locked on to one beach. You know, like whatever beach you pick. Yeah, it's awesome that you have like one beach town that, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's my beach. But when you want to go to other beaches, it's kind of like, well, we have this beach house here. Why are we going somewhere else? We should probably just go to our beach. So I'm going lake house because then I I feel like you have more like variability in what you can do with your vacations because I love going to the beach. I love going to different beaches. I was just going to completely disagree with stevie um because if you're at if the same argument is that of a lake like if you pick a lake to go to you have the same little town they're going to get used to for that and obviously it's different because you're probably more content with a lake town than a beach town but i think this the beach brings so much more and i know i always make questions more complicated but i do think it comes down to what else you get like, are you actually oceanfront for the beach or are you like all the way on the other side? Like if you're in the outer banks, are you not near? The, are you on the sound side? Like that would change it for me. Or if you're a lake, do you have like a boat? Do you have a jet ski or like are you just like on the lake? Because if you're just on the lake, then it's obviously beach house. But if you're getting all the fun toys that comes with the lake house, then I kind of get the argument. But I'm still picking a beachfront or like one road off with a pool. What do you like about House. the beach, though, yeah, instead sick. of the lake? Um, I love the waves. I love, like, catching waves. Fuck. 
uh like shout out cali he, he knows how to surf like i think that would be so fucking cool to learn how to surf um yeah and i just so i just love the beach i love how you can just chill on the beach if you want read a book you can like talk and vibe on the beach you can play different games on the beach like whether it's spike ball or just throwing a football or that cool game that i'm when you like throw the frisbee at the at this like tube and there's a beer bottle on top that game is so much fun i don't i'm blanking on what it's called but frisbee beer stick there's just like yeah uh, honestly that'd whatever. be a pretty good uh, name i like that it's like there's just so much fun and i i guess i grew up going to the beach and i like i'm a beach over mountain person i think there's more to do at the beach so yeah i would easily rather go to a beach than go to a lake well, that that wasn't my answer. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You go for it, Matt. My bad. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Catching some waves, sick. Um, food tastes better at the beach. Uh, it could be like McDonald's, and I'd be like, oh, dude, this fucking view is sick, and it's just hitting. Like, the salt water so good on your skin. Yeah, get a nice tan going. I mean, the the beach is the place to be. You if you have like a house with a pool, get out of the beach. You know, before you go in, jump in the water, get all the sand off you and stuff. Um, it's just a good vibe, and I think beach towns, like Sean said, are just way cooler than lake towns. When I think of lakes, I'm like, someone's getting murdered here. Um, so that's not really what I go for when I'm looking for having a chill vibe. <laughs> You know, you never hear about somebody like, you know. I do hear people dying at the beach from yeah, like sharks but usually. No, I'm I'm thinking of like there's like a like when I go to like if I pull up to a lake house and it's like the middle of the night, I'm like, dude, there is somebody in the woods like ready to like stab me the minute I get out of my car, and I don't want that kind of vibe when I'm pulling up to my vacation home. So big beach guy, mm, I know Sean's a big beach guy. He's rocking the tank top, so I'm with him. You know. <laughs> I'd say my counter argument is that you can use the lake house pretty much year round. Like if it's cold, you can go in the mountains. I guess the thing for me is I would pick lake houses because I prefer the mountains over the beach and having a lake house, you can go, maybe it freezes over. You get some pond hockey going. Didn't think about that. Did you? Um, I don't play hockey. We also didn't know that it's in the mountains. I agree. I didn't know that. either. I mean, like, you, you could assume that a lake is near a mountain. No. Yes. No. That's not necessarily true. Also, you can pick a beach by a mountain. There's rocky beach coasts. You can you who can the, choose. Who the hell wants that? <laughs> I'm, I'm not me, but like I'm saying, like you can choose whatever beach town you want. He's well, that, choosing whatever. Fair, but... He's choosing whatever lake town he wants. He wants. There's some. Okay, but you did. Okay. There's some flat. Sure. He's choosing his too. lake town. He's choosing his lake town in the mountains. Smith Mountain Lake. Um, and then one other thing is I feel, I feel like I would use a lake house more as a retreat, more as a getaway. I think they're a little bit more private. You like a have Zen as, retreat? You don't have any more, as many tourists and you know, it's not as congested or crowded. You always know you're going to have your one spot. Water sports, you get a big yard, you can have a cookout. I think it's just, for me, it's, it's more of like a, a connected experience. I think sometimes with the beach, not the show on the beach, I love the beach. People kind of like to do their own thing. Maybe some people don't like to be out in the sun as much. But if you're at the, if you're at a lake house, you know, you got so many different options to go around. There's so many different things you can do with your friends and something about being in a lake town, you know, it's just these people that have grown there, grown up there their entire life. They have a simple, easy way of living. They're super down to earth and very easy to get along with. So that's what appeals to me about a lake house. Not to mention 
the water sports. I mean, jet skiing. Have you ever been jet skiing? Like I, that's all I really need to say for a lake house. That that is awesome. Yeah, my my whole point I with have... with a lake town though, compared to a beach town, is I like beach towns way better. Um, all lake towns are the exact same. So if I buy a lake house, did you say you wanted a lake house? Yeah, yeah. Hold up, this is my point. They're all the exact same. So I know I'm getting into. So I got a lake house. Boom. I, but if now I can go to all the beach towns that I love, I can go to the Outer Banks. Love it. It's a very different vibe than Hilton Head, which is a very different vibe than Siesta Key. I can still go to all these places because I'm not tied down to one place with my beach house that I feel like I always have to go to in this one specific town. I can go experience all my favorite beach towns because I love the beach so much that I can't tie myself down to one beach. I have to be involved. That is, that is a really fair point because, like my family, for, we're going to the beach this year, and we're going to. We always go to Kerala, but we're going to a different beach this year, and it's not even the Outer Banks. So, and I think all of us are excited to, to your point, like to do something new. Like we've been to all the restaurants, we've done all the like the shops and everything for like a decade plus. So it'll be fun to like do that in a new beach town. So you're saying that you would pick beach over lake? Oh, any day of the week. Out. But if you had to buy a house, you're going to buy a lake house over a beach house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you have more property options when you think of beach house because, I don't know, does Spain have lakes? I don't know, dude. Never heard of it. Um, But they do have beaches. That's for damn sure. Okay, well, here, uh, I got you with the counter effect. Did you, no one would think that Missouri has any coastline, right? They have more coastline than the state of California because of uh, Lake Ozark. So how about that, Matt? Missouri has more coastline than Dude, you didn't watch Ozark. You remember yeah. watching Ozark? Yeah, Ozark baby, shout out. I have it's my favorite show. That's I don't remember again, that line. If you bring it up Ozark, crime ridden city. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just you know, dang right. That actually strung played, out people. That drugs. played right up to Matt's point. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it sounds like we're split two two. No. Yeah. I'm oh, still buying. Yeah, yeah I'm still okay. buying a lake house. Yeah. yeah. So me and Sean will go to the beach, and I'll have to start cutting up my shirts, you know, just to fit in with the guy. But you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. He goes. You wear one, one tank on a pod. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. I think we hammered that out pretty well. Yeah. That was a good one. I, I definitely think a big bucket list item for mine is to have a lake property. Hmm. Maybe a timeshare. Maybe don't own the whole thing, but just. Having a lake you property could be, a, could be a drop in the bucket. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> did you just did you just say timeshare too? Like what is this? Two thousand four? Bro, what if it's with my homies? I don't know. I'm trying to be economical. <laughs> okay, you need to Google You need to Google timeshare. I know what timeshare is. I know what a timeshare is. It's what we're doing right now. We're sharing time. We're sharing together. time together. Wonderful. I'm gonna spin go. that wheel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, this topic is a little bit future oriented, more introspective. Mm-hmm. What are you most excited for about being a husband slash a parent? I don't know if we've talked about. I think before. we might. Have. I think we've talked about parenting in general, like what you're nervous for. But gotcha. I'll run it back. What are some Maybe even more just being a husband or even, you know, just that relationship you develop mm-hmm. with someone when you're older and yes. you're, because my dad likes to say that your life is separated into three different segments, you know, and then once you're a young person and then you kind of build a life together and then afterwards it's, you know, about doing the things you maybe didn't get to do when you were younger, trying to live out the best 
parts of your life when you're older. So I'm wondering, you know, what, what gets your juices flowing about being in your thirties, get, you know, raising a family, I got maybe buying a timeshare with your friends. I'm going to go. Um, so one of my favorite things to do in life is just like why people tick and like figure out why people are the way they are and like, like break people down. Like I love doing that introspectively in my head. And then I can't wait to like have a kid with my wife and be like, Oh, that terrible quality is because of you, you know, like breaking down our kids. Like, like, wait, Oh, like that good quality is because like of me and like breaking down our kids, like, you know, be like, "Mm, yeah, like that one's me. No way. Oh wait. They're like really caring and like have like good sense of time. Like "Mm, that one's probably you, not me, you know, like that. I'm really excited to like break down my kids. What I'm so this is funny that you asked this question. Um, so yes psychoanalyze them that's what i was gonna do right yesterday i threw on the first like half hour up just to um like cry basically you know that um like you see the progression right right. you see up he's a child and then he meets this girl and he doesn't talk and he's like super shy and he meets this girl and she's completely you know different she's outgoing and everything and they get married and there's that there's the, the song married life you know, they can't have kids, so they grow old together. And he's, like, so happy. And then she fucking dies, which blows. And then he's so upset. Like, he's it's, he's almost like a crank. He's a cranky old guy, like, after she dies. And then I saw this other video on TikTok. This um, old woman, she's getting picked up by her daughter. And she's, uh, this elderly woman, she's leaving her house. And uh, her husband's saying goodbye, like, on the porch. And she's like, hold on, hold on. Let me get a picture of him. And she's like crying. And I'm like, oh my God, like I want that just to like to grow old with somebody. Someone that is your best friend and like you share all these moments with like I'm like. I'm just like so excited, I guess, when you're saying like, what are you most excited about to be a husband? Just to like have that person, you know, like someone you want to be your best friend through life and everything and, you know, like that elderly woman like taking a picture and like crying that she like won't see her husband for a couple of days they're old you know you, you don't know like how much longer they each guy you know like maybe that is like that in her eyes she's like maybe this is the last time i see him like what if it, something crazy happens you know just to like give yourself fully to this one person i think is such a beautiful thing and i've always been excited about that my entire life my like my parents show like affection to each other so i've grown up not like a healthy household for that. Like the other day, my parents were helping me, um, moving a bigger bed into my room. And then I had to drive my dad back cause my mom had to go to work and we were saying bye. And my mom got in the car and me and my dad were on the shotgun side saying bye through to her through the window. And I like turn around and I see my dad like walk around and he just like gave, gave her a kiss, like bye. And I was like, that is so beautiful. You know, I like, I love that. So like, that's what I'm really excited for just to, you know, start you know be in love with somebody and that love transform into like making kids and stuff and that's what your kids are just like a product of your love and i think that's like a really beautiful thing that you know we're all here because you know our parents wanted to put that out in the world they wanted to produce their love for everyone so i think that's really beautiful and stuff sorry too long don't be sorry that wasn't too long at all bro Thanks. You got to stop apologizing after you express your emotions and feelings. You're right. Yeah, you're just speaking from the heart. And now, Sean, did you want something to say something? 
No, I was just going to like say mine too. So if you have something to go off of McPherson, yeah, do it. I think just real quick, the th I'm just excited to face challenges with someone to grow with them in the sense that you're taking this head on. It's not just you doing this now. It's you and your wife and your kids. You guys are now one together. I think that that is something that I've been thinking about a lot is my parents have supported me so much recently just with my job search, with you know personal development and growth, mental health, that when you give them good news, it's almost like it's their good news as well. And you see how excited and the, the lights go off and they get super happy as well. So I think that that shared success, shared failures, but you recognize that you're going to figure it out together and there's no one perfect way to do it. But the fact that you get to do it is what makes it beautiful because not many people get to go through that. So if I'm fortunate enough to have kids and have a wife, I think that's just going to be the best challenge I've ever faced in my entire life. Like it's going to be very exciting to wake up and, oh, I get to do it every day. Obviously there's going to be low points. It might be disagreements, but I'm someone of the belief that, you know, if you if you agree to disagree, if you share perspectives, you can move forward peacefully because you recognize how much you want that for the other person and for the other people in your life. Sean, real mm -hmm. quick before you go, I just want to like add to like, even like thinking of doing like mundane things, like sitting across like the kitchen table from your wife, like making a grocery list. Like I'm super excited to do all that because that just seems like so fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, mine is similar to what all of you have said, especially McPee and, and Jack, but I think just like making memories with your significant other. So my grandpa passed away my sophomore year of college and I had to like help clean out his house. Right. And he had thousands of pictures, thousands of them. And my mom and the idea of like scanning every single one. So like everyone can like look at them. And it was so cool to, uh, go and like see them so i have like a picture of my parents like on my desk from like 95 so they were younger than us or our age and like they're at a tech bowl game and my dad's like in a tech sweatshirt and now my mom still wears that sweatshirt to bed yeah so, that so like adorable yeah we always just thought that was mom's sweatshirt and then like you see that picture and you're like holy crap like that was like it clicks like oh like and I have like other pictures or like seen pictures of them super young. So they've just done it all together, right? So I'm excited to have those memories, whether it's like going on trips, like we're at like to the beach with your family or a trip with all your friends and she comes along, right? Um, or just trips with the two of you before you have kids and then you have kids and you do stuff with them. So I think just creating memories, whether it's like difficulties like Jack talked about or fun stuff, but it's cool just to like looking back through my grandpa's photos and seeing how young my parents were and then all the different steps that they went through together. I think that's what I'm most excited about with a significant other to do is go through all of that. And then hopefully one day my kids are going through photos or I don't know how that will be since we don't really print out photos anymore, but they'll maybe see our Instagrams or something and see it all. Like yeah. that will be cool. However they do that, that will be cool to see one day, I think. So. Yeah. And like, I'm also like super excited to introduce like, you know, my future wife to like my world. And then she introduces me to like her world. That's like a whole new like side of things that like, this is like a person you don't know yet. And they have like a life going on right now. And like, you'll 
be integrated into that. And I just think that's so, like, I think it's so cool that my friends are going to like love my future wife. And then, you know, ho- like hopefully her friends love me, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's just great. Like, like worlds collide and everything. I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. No. Yeah. yeah that, it is. And then, sh- you know, like getting to raise kids with your homies or like if your friends get married before you like, Oh hell yeah, dude. Like, I'm so excited that you are going through this journey. I can't wait for you to have a kid. You know, like, if I can be your uncle Jack, they're your kids, uncle Jack, like that'd be awesome. So it's honestly a really exciting time. Part of it, you know, is very scary, but I think that's healthy to feel that way, to have all this anticipation and almost wonder about what could be and just getting to see that happen in real time is going to be beautiful. So awesome. Hell yeah. Good work. Stevie, you got anything to add? No. (laughs) All right. I'm going to spin the wheel. All right. This is a little bit more lighthearted segment, but if they made an Olympics for like regular ass people, they just, you know, randomly selected random people. Doesn't, you don't need to qualify. You don't need to do anything. You can't be an athlete. You know, I can't like qualify for it. What event do you think you would be good at in the Olympics? Sean, Sean you got one? I mean, yeah, clearly like tennis. That's another <laughs> yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we know you play tennis. It's so not true though. Like you would not like win it. Okay, no, so this, at, my this answer, answer is going to be, I'd suck at all of them. Be honest. <laughs> but, but, but it's not a sport. Tennis? No, no, no. Like what we're Olympic, supposed to pick is not a sport. Like an Olympic event. No, uh, that, not like baseball or baseball. or more, I want like an event that you think you would be good at. Oh, okay. Like oh, the yeah, decathlon, yeah. the oh. javelin throw. Oh, you do Ar- want archery. you do want a sport. Archery. I'm picking archery. What did you think it was, Sean? I think you were saying like I something thought, in your life that you're good at that would become oh, an yeah, Olympic like what sport. Are you, what are you the best at? Oh, we in can the do world? that too. Let's yeah. No, I don't care. It's your it's your topic, but that's what I was picturing. I like that better. <laughs> Word. So yeah, but if there was an event they made an Olympic event for, what would that Olympic and you were gonna dominate it, what would that event be? So like what thing in your life are you do you think you have the best chance of being the best at in yeah. the world? I think mine is catching grapes in my mouth that are thrown to me in the air. I'm pretty freaking good at that. We, we in center, like junior year of college, Jack and I used to do it like across the family room or like from the kitchen. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. We literally used to like chuck them and snag it. And Jack is money at it. I, I can confirm. I know what Stevie's would be. What? It's like before. So he was like, all right, you have. You're about to go into a party. You got 20 minutes to meet someone new and vibe with them super quickly. Can you do it? <laughs> so he's like, I got this, bro. I think you could put do in it. like the most awkward people at the yeah, party. And it's yeah. like, who can you connect with? And Stevie has that. It's like a stopwatch. Or you can He'd be with. great at it. He'd be great at Dude, it. Dude, the analysis on that would be awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we got the cold show. He's got to make a quick on up. Oh, there he goes. Look at that and flawless like you, turn. But that, in that event, you have like a POV camera on you. And so like he's walking around like, all right, Stevie, what's he going to do first? All right, he's going to the fridge. All right, he's going to get a beer. And <laughs> how, how I imagine it 
set up on TV is it's like the testimonials yeah. where every few minutes it's just a, a shot of Stevie like <laughs> talking about what his process is, what's going through his brain, why yeah. he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. So here I really saw this. I saw this guy by himself and I was like, all right, I really got to talk to this dude. But as I was walking up to him, I looked to my left and I see this baddie and I was like, oh, okay, I got, I got to change my path. here." So what really happened is this guy made a comment that was a perfect layup for a D's nuts joke. <laughs> And I laid it and I timed it perfectly and got a right amount of laughs for me to introduce myself. Once once I was in, I was totally in. And oh my God, he did it in five minutes. It's a new record. I I sent the text, guys, we're good. Come on in. That's hilarious. Yeah, I think you'd be good at that. Sean, you got one? Steve, do you agree? Is that that your, are you going to ride with that? Yeah, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna like say like jokingly like if someone if there's gonna be like a competition to like spell the most words wrong in a text message, but like you're trying to spell them right like really hard, <laughs> like I would win that competition like probably ten times out of ten. Like and guys, like sometimes like if you're in a group chat with me and I'm spelling words wrong, like damn, like sometimes I'm really trying. Sometimes I'm not. But it's it's even more embarrassing in my head when I'm really trying, and it's still you probably have it where now like you type it in right and it flips it to the wrong thing. Dude, I swear to God, I swear to God, I saw the iOS thing that they're gonna stop um, autocorrecting fucking to ducking. I was like, dude, thank the Lord, like that's one of my biggest problems. <laughs> you know what's funny too about that? Like when it corrects to ducking, I'm like, I always think of a bird, right? But ducking is a word. Yeah, I know. Why do you? Why, yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. same way. Why yeah. do I always think of a bird? Oh, yeah. Too? yeah, I'm like, I'm not thinking of ducks. I'm not thinking yeah. of, like, yeah. like, I'm not thinking of like actual like the like the act of ducking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'm, I literally because I look at I'm like, that's not a word. And I'm like, Dude. oh, it is. Yeah. Oh my god, you're. So... <laughs> I mean, like, I, yeah, like clearly it is a word, but that's so funny. I've never thought about it that way. Sean, you got. Did one? I send you the? Oh. Su- did I really quick? Did I send you the Sopranos tweet about that? Like someone tweeted, they're repla- they're changing so fuck doesn't autocorrect to duck, and then it's Tony, and it's like when he's in therapy, yeah, the duck went to shit yeah. when <laughs> when the ducks went away. <laughs> That's, That's a funny. great tweet. That's she was tweet. abusive to the staff. She was abusive to the staff. Um, Sean, do you have yours? Yeah. So I think. Mine would be when you drop something, I feel like I have an extremely high rate of catching it. Oh, I, I like that. Uh, that's a great yeah. one. I always feel that way too, but and I feel like Jack would say that too. Jack has, with his feet. <laughs> but yeah, that's a yeah, good one. I mean, that's I'm a sure one. a lot of people think that. Like In reality, am I actually going to win gold in this? Probably not. But I think I'm kind of clumsy, so I have experience in having to catch stuff. And lately... I've just been on a roll, like dropping something in the sink, snag, or like dropping something on the floor, like food, boom, or like the soap, the soap, I always like, I literally feel like I'm a cartoon, like I'm trying to grab it and like floats in the air and then by my ankle, got it. <laughs> Do so, you know the best ones are the, I feel like, are the no looks, like where you just drop something yeah. and you're looking the other way and you have, you just put your hand down and you're like, oh, let's yeah. go. Those are always the best. Dude, and most of mine lately have been no look. It's just like reaction like the timing i'm like dude like i am in peak form right now so i feel like if the olympics is next week for this like i got i got a real shot i'm in form yeah so 
I love that too because at work, whenever like I hand someone their food, there's always a ticket with it, and then I'll sometimes I'll drop it and like it's a piece of paper, and so it'll like start to fall and like paper's tough because it'll it'll go like wherever, and I'll snag it like at the bar, and sometimes guests will be like, "Nice hands," and I'll, <laughs> I'll legit go. Honestly, dude, that's why I'm so good at Snappa. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, I don't have time to like, tell you this. And then, uh, and then sometimes when I'm walking and work, like I'll see kids leaning over like the rails, like where their seats are and they're holding something. And I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for them to drop it as I walk by. And the parents go, no. And I just go, Phew. I'm go, here you go. And they're like, that was, they're like, oh my God, that was it sick. It came out of like, nowhere. I was like, hey, come on. You know what I mean? Is that, so I must tip you personally a thousand dollars right now. That'd be sick. Is that yours That's as like well? A superhero scene from a Disney movie. No, yeah. Have you seen those videos where, like, when you're a kid and you like you draw something and you catch it and then you're like, "Am I Spider Man?" <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that would not be mine. I think mine would be like absurd, like obscure movie facts. Like, like going on them, you go on Jeopardy for movies, and yeah, you can win. like if we like if like you could sit down and watch a movie, I could be like, this guy was in this, this was in that, that it's shot like this to show that the symbolism there is for that. Like I feel like I could do that. No, I think yeah, I think the game would they just show like C list actors and be like, do you know him? And Matt would be like, yeah, and everyone else would be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and then they'd give him the gold. That'd be it. You'd win. Thank you. You know definitely win. I think an event that everyone would lose would be to name a single by French Montana. Like if someone put you on the clock. Unforgettable. It's not a single. Yeah, it's it pop. is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Sway Lee's in it. Like, oh, you a, mean like a, a solo, solo. A solo uh, French Montana? Not a single, yeah, like a solo, no features. Uh, You're saying a song, no yeah, features with French Montana? Yeah, just French Montana. I bet he has a song. Don't look at your Spotify. I'm not. I'm Uh, not texting somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm texting somebody. Yo, chill. Hit you in the balls. Okay, we don't have to do this, but if anyone can name a single by French Montana, you win. You win my utmost respect. Not only do you listen to French Montana, but you know something less than 1% of the entire world knows. Less than that. I like that. That was a good one. Should we rip one more? Yeah, we let's do one more. All right. Um, this is just like we can. This is, can be quick, but this is just called shower thoughts. Mm. So these are just some shower thoughts that popped into my head recently. I wonder if you guys have any that you can add on later. But social anxiety, if you think about it, is just made up conspiracy theories about yourself. I like that. That's good. Made up by your yeah. Made up by yourself. I saw this tweet. It was like, "Sorry, I was so awkward. It's my first time being alive." <laughs> I don't have shower thoughts. I act things out in the shower. Um, like I'll have a conversation that I want to have in real life, and I'll go over it in my head. You fantasize, and I fantasize like this is how it's going to be. This is how they'll answer, and this is my like do you response. That's visualization. Though. Do you do you romanticize? Yeah, for sure. I'm like. Sometimes I'll be like, uh, it's okay. Thank you so much for like teaching me how to love again. <laughs> so it's not like conversations you're going to have in the day. It's like random no, fantasy conversation that yeah. you want to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. like when I meet yeah. Chloe Bennett, this is what oh, I'm going to say to her. So high, yeah. All right. Another one I had, um, what came first, 
the fruit orange or the color orange? The fruit. The fruit. What did you call it then? Fuck. Orange. And then they're like, whoa. No, I think the color came first, right? Well, because or- the term orange for fruit is just what we do, what Americans do. Not for, um, not every, like, other language calls an orange by its color. Mm, true. That's what, like a mandarin What do they call it then? Like, all right, Clementine? Let me look. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Like, no, like, they have, like, the color orange and I think the, the fruit orange came, was, no, I think the color came first, and that was where probably the, color the come first. From? Where did, where, where, where other than the sun, you know, you get a nice reflection and the sky. Yeah. Like the sunset, the sunset orange stuff. Well, and then clearly, I think that was the first actually, fruit they discovered of that color. Well, I think it and all they were like, oh shit, it's orange. Wait, yeah. that might be now, now I'm going to get like Sean on this hypothetical and it's all like, like depends on what group of people in language we're talking about. If there's no, if we're talking about a group, like a language where there was no oranges naturally, you know, clearly the color came first, but probably where oranges were very abundant, they're probably hand in hand with word and mm. that's a good point. Yeah. I think I'm wrong. Like they came at the, Oh, about what I just or, said. I think orange is just oh, orange. Orange is like in every language is like orange. Oh shit. Yeah, Dude, like, that's crazy then. Yeah. Oh, that is like, that is a chicken or egg question. Yeah. I like that so, one. Do you def- oranges definitely were then discovered first before like peaches or well, like cantaloupe then, well, right? You have to think the eating of oranges probably like humans were eating oranges before they were like having formal language. You know? How do you know that? Because the humans were eating things before they were communicating like. So how do you know they were eating an orange? Well, I'm just I'm assuming that oranges like, were around. How do you know? No, that's that's actually a good point because ah, damn right, it. orange is native to Florida. Yeah, Spain. Oh, okay, Spain. So Florida, basically. <laughs> I don't know. I just made, I made that up. Uh, I got a, I got a couple more. If you want me to rip them, go for it. All right. Uh, are, are oranges from Spain though? I'll Google it. Yes, I think so. John okay. Miller, shout out John Miller, great beefer, wore the sick ass shirt that was like orange it basically looked like an old orange bag it had all these oranges on it and it was he said he got it from spain wrong portugal no nicaragua asia especially the malay archipelago okay it doesn't it looks like it's also native to florida and california all right here's my here's another one um how freaked out do you think the first person to put a a pop like a corn kernel in the microwave was or just or like heat, heat it heat up a, just a heat kernel up. of corn like what do you yeah, think yeah they, they definitely happened by accident like um they left some like corn out and they were like yo go get the seeds and the caveman was like i got this and he comes he goes like i left it right here what the fuck and like he was like guys guys guys, guys i fucked up i fucked up and they're like what and they beheaded him and the, the second time they happened, all right, they were like, fuck it, let's eat it. And they ate it and they're like, we should not have beheaded that guy. Well, I actually, I actually heard the second time, uh, it was like late at night and like they had a good fire going and like the best cave painter, he was just like going off and they're like, we need to watch this. We have no food. Yeah. Oh shit. That guy that we killed yesterday. <laughs> He had this weird thing. Let's try it. Yeah. And that's how, like, popcorn at movies started. Right. And they were like, what are you going to call this? And the dude's going to be like, well, 
it popped when it happened. And it's corn. And it's corn. Uh, popcorn. Shit. Shit like that. Yeah. All right. I got one more. Um, why do they call it a fire truck and not a water truck? Because it fights fires. It fights fire. But it. If, yeah. But it's a water truck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't spew fire. That's a good point. You it, wouldn't call a. I don't know. That was just a shower thought that I had. It, it's kind of like saying, like, F you to the fire. Like, when a. F- like, if I was a fire and then. T- uh oh, the fire truck shows but, up. I know I'm fucked. No, because you know, initially, as a fire, you're like, guys, I called in the fire truck. Oh, they're joining the party. Exactly. Let's go. And they're like, holy shit, it's water. <laughs> oh, it's so a big like, ploy. Dude, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're the same color, yeah. bro. They're red. They're dude, red. It's a big ploy. Yeah, it's to make them the feel fire. yeah. You know, it's like, we're going to, it's like the Trojan horse. Almost. Right. Yeah. The fire's like, holy shit, the fire truck's coming. Let them in. Let's just, you mm-hmm. know, bring that bitch in. Yeah. We're going to have a great time. And then it's just, they're totally bamboozled when the water starts spewing. But imagine how sick it would be if we just had a literal fire truck. Just something that spewed fire. Like a, a giant flamethrower on wheels. You know those are banned from war. Fire trucks? Flamethrowers. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, basically. Like yeah. They just had a, a mutual yeah, the agreement. Geneva con- the yeah, Geneva, Geneva Convention. After World mm-hmm. War II, they like, they're like, yeah, maybe those fire... Th- those yeah. flamethrower things aren't that cool. Well, it's cool that, you know, even though we're battling, we can set aside some time for common ground and agree that, hey, this is an unfair advantage. No for using. Sure. Yeah, but I would be cool, like, maybe, like, in a part of the war where they had, like, an exhibition, be like, look at what we could be using. And, like, yeah. some guy, like, pulled out a flamethrower. <laughs> this isn't a shower thought, but this happened in high school. I remember I sat down in my chair, but... uh. I put my feet where your butt goes, and then my butt where like the your on the top of where your back rests. And this this girl was like, "Why are you sitting like that?" And I looked at her sitting regularly in the chair. And I was like, "Why are you sitting like that? Mm-hmm. What makes you what makes you it's you right and I'm wrong?" Yeah, who and said- this dude was like, "This dude that was like in front of me." He turns around, and he goes, "Holy shit, dude, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> You just made me rethink my entire life. Oh bro. my god, bro. that's that guy had like a total like. Yeah. Oh my god, he had an epiphany. He had an epiphany, and then like five minutes later, my teacher's like, "Everyone, get out your binder." So I was like, "Binder? I hardly know her." And she's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> did you actually say that? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was a fuck. Any uh, anything else? You guys want to wrap it? Mine. My, my only one is no, that no, fun. Let's keep. I'm talking. usually I'm usually jamming. And that if my parents invested a lot of money starting at the age of like four, I could be like, I could have been on Rihanna's stage for her halftime show. Dude, like, honestly. Like I could, that could have been me. Yeah. Like today at work, I was just daydreaming about myself. Um, You know, the song Family Times by Baby Keem. Yeah. I was like, if I wrote that song, I would perform the shit out of it live. And I was literally just like daydreaming off. And I was like, you know, he's like, beat him up. And I was like, in my head, I was like, that song's playing, and like, ob- like the vocals are going right, but I'm like, get fucking loud, DC. <laughs> Let me hear you scream, Jiffy Lube. <laughs> yeah, I know what Sean's shower thoughts are. God, I look so good. He's like, oh my god, I have so many shirts, I need to cut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Sometimes I have some crazy shower thoughts, but right now I'm kind of blanking on them. Well, now that it's in your head, it'll come back to you when you're in the shower next. We'll just make this a recurring segment. When, well, I guess I'll say when I was a kid, I think Jack talked about this a few pods ago that he did, but if I was like addicted to like a college football video game or like an MLB the show video game, like my my player or something, I would totally be in the shower and like inter- like pretend to be him and like 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 answer interview questions and shit. Be like, yeah, like great at like trying to have my approach up there at the plate, blah blah blah. I'm like ten years old pretending I'm like at the podium or at post game conversation. But yeah, dude, once they that included so like the once it. they included like the cutscenes in the my career modes, I was like, dude, I've been doing this for my entire life how long did it take you guys to <laughs> Dude, I, do this, I literally right? had the same thought i was like i don't need this video game to give me options i already i already do this yeah, yeah like, what say, when, two, this? when 2k offered this i was like they're not giving me enough leeway on what i want to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need to be able to i need to do, like speak to text dude it's a uh, it's funny because like whenever when i was playing mario kart and i was getting like really into it i started envisioning like a world that existed where like people could actually do Mario Kart, but the physics allowed like everything in the game to happen. Like you'd be okay. And I was my, like as good as I am now in real life. And like every time, so like when I race, like when I do like 24 pre's after every race and like, I have the announcer's voice in my hand. They're like McPherson. It's just an absolutely dominating today. The person in second place would have an absolute career event here if mcpherson wasn't in the race right now and i'm like dude i'm just like so fucking good are they always scottish is that scottish i don't even know what kind of voice i'm trying you to also, do you also told me that when you picture this you picture yourself as toad you are toad you no have- i'm dry bones <laughs> no. dry bones is my main yeah dry bo- no hell yeah because it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a it's a metaphor for my life hey. <laughs> Uh, not for Sean. Tank tops, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Sean is inches away from double nipple exposure. Every man's dream, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm just comfortable in my own home, and I'm getting attacked. Yeah, Beef Nation, wish we could see, wish you guys could see what we're looking at, because... Dude, the traps are insane. Well, my thumbs are just, I, it's just like sitting kind of like. Dude, winter is fucking coming. Holy shit, dude. With those fucking dude, biceps. I don't know where. Mountain, dude. I don't it's know where. Freaking snow on that mountain. Yeah. Winter's coming. I don't know where Sean's traps end and his ears start, dude. It's like... <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah, if you see Sean at CCMF. Make sure you let him know, dude. <laughs> this is this is dropping after the facts. Fuck. It's gonna be super cringy when everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he he looks he looks normal." No, they're not gonna say that. You do look bigger. Oh my god, look at that! Oh, he oh does. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! You're making me blush. Well, that's a good note to end on because we love making you blush, Sean. We miss you. <laughs> uh, Beef Nation, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the 40th episode of the Beef Podcast. Holy crap, it's 40? 40. But yeah, Beef Nation, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy your time with your fathers on Sunday. We love you guys. Take care. Peace out from the Beef Boys. Bye, cuties. <laughs>